This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop, a very special episode of IGN GameScoop. I'm Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Justin Davis. Scoop. Sam Claiborne. And a very special guest, IGN co-founder Per Schneider is joining us this week. And I'm all alone in this giant studio uh, in LA, and Justin is in a room by himself at his home in an undisclosed location. Don't try to find you him. You don't know. You don't know that I'm by myself. That's true. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe hiding off camera there. Uh, as I said, very special episode this week. It is time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's time for the Damie Awards. I will render. I will render my verdict on all the games and movies and TV shows I watched this year. I know everyone. Uh, the world. The world is will be able to exhale soon. Um, but first, I wanted to share. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Let me uh, get my run of show going up here. Let me just open up my com- my laptop here. Okay. Whoa. Good. good. <laughs> But first, I wanted to share uh, one of my misadventures in gaming. I have to replace my, my launch PS5 DualSense controller. Oh, no. I have to get a new one. It didn't really break, but last night I was playing uh, Astrobot, and now something inside of it, the haptics, is just like spinning always. <laughs> and I can still use the controller, but it's spinning, and like once a second I hear something like turn over and go click. And I can hear it and feel it while I play the controller. And it won't stop. Even if I turn off the controller, if I turn off my console, when I turn it back on again, it starts, it just starts going. I'm, I'm <laughs> you need to be really concerned if you still hear the spinning and clicking when the battery's dead. <laughs> or, or when I get a new controller. Yeah, it could be <laughs> spider babies. Have you considered spider babies? That's true. What hey, spider babies? right now? <laughs> I was playing. Uh, well, I was playing Astrobot last night with my son, but I'm also I'm at the final boss of Callisto. Okay. Uh-huh. 
So you don't think and it's like a, a it's like an insanity effect, like an eternal darkness that's just chasing you? Yeah, I mean maybe you could but. you could also just sync some uh, Joy-Con to your PS5. Those never break. Mm-hmm. They're true. very that's reliable. They're also, very too reliable. small for spider babies. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, I've already ordered a, a new DualSense controller. The really the bright neon blue one. Seemed to, seemed That'll to be, be a good deterrent well. to egg sack laying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they don't like the bright, they don't like bright lights. They're no. like, um, they're like gremlins that way. Yeah. Yep. You can't feed them after That's midnight. Right. <laughs> or only feed them after midnight. That's no right. one knows which is which. <laughs> Okay, let's get right into it. The Damie Awards, the the only game awards. Of course, you know, it's there's a lot at stake here. Usually a game that wins the Damie Awards, sales of that game will then increase by a billion percent. Well, then they really are. I don't know trailer. why no one no <laughs> one well, else really has ever tried trailer. to make game awards before. That's the weirdest it's thing. The only, yep. It's the only game awards. Uh, on the only gaming podcast, we're gonna run things a little bit differently this year. We're just gonna we're start with the big one, right off the bat. Uh, it's it's this whole year the sort of elephant in the room has been Elden Ring versus God of War. We're gonna start with the best game I played and the best the, the best movie I saw this year uh, awards. And I'm I'm only half joking about this. So here we go. Elden Ring is the best game. I played this year, mm-hmm. and God of War Ragnarok is the best movie I watched this year. <laughs> oh. And again, and that's not even, I'm not even trying to be snarky. I, I, okay. I, I love both of these uh, interactive pieces of entertainment very much, and I think they're just very different at what they're trying to accomplish. And Elden Ring is pure game. It's all gameplay. There's no point in that game where you can just set your controller down and watch the story unfold for several minutes. You can't put your controller down because you can't pause that game. Uh, as opposed to God of War Ragnarok, where you're constantly doing that. You get to play through the combat sections, and you get to sort of explore when, when the game doesn't want to deliver you exposition and story, but there's a lot of it that you're very passive. And it's fine. They're both just very different things. And I think in terms, if you consider God of War Ragnarok a very, very long movie, it's probably the best movie I saw this year. The caveat there is I don't see as many movies as I used to. This is I can tell you exactly the uh, the movies I saw in theaters this year were The Batman, Top Gun Maverick, Doctor Strange Two, and Thor: Love and Thunder, and that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I first thought you were being snarky, but there was a moment in God of War, like when when Freya is like lamenting the death of a child and all of that, and like I was like, man, like the performance was so good, and the the, the way you know it wasn't it wasn't just the delivery, it was the way like her facial expressions, the whole way the character was acting on motion capture to to be acting, it was just really really good. I was um, spinning in a circle during that scene. It didn't have as much emotional impact. But I will also say, like, my initial perception of God of War when I started to play it was, wow, this this feels much more linear than, you know, a lot of games that I've played that year because I came off, mm-hmm. you know, playing games like Tunic and all of that. And, like, like this Picross. felt very, very... Yeah, Picross, also not that linear. <laughs> you know, obviously, game of the year every Choose year. whatever tile you damn want. Yeah. Yeah. Any puzzle you want. Yeah. If you want to go to the hardest one, right at the end, you can do that from the very beginning. You can go to yeah, Ganon, and the, Ganon's and the hardest castle. puzzle is Ganon. Yep. Yep. Did we all four of us beat God of War? Pair, did you beat it? No, I'm not done yet. All right, okay. we'll just tell you the end so we can talk about it. Yeah, don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't say it. Don't do it. No, no spoilers here. Yeah, okay. no movie spoilers. Okay, the ten best games. <laughs> the ten 
best games I played this year in roughly the order that I played them were Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, Rogue Legacy 2, Stray, Hero Emblems 2, which is a mobile game that I've put like 36 hours into, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Return to Monkey Island, Marvel Snap, God of War Ragnarok, and Atari 50. It looks oh, like he's at a little podium. Let's take cheating, though. Atari 50, that's more than just one game. So, yeah, well, except <laughs> the truth is I... I, I uh, watching all of the videos is really like the the fun part. The game's not that much fun to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, but vector so vectors vector scepter in sector whatever it's called. Ve- vector sector. Is, vector are you sector. saying that Atari Fifty is maybe more of a documentary show than a video game? Maybe yeah yeah maybe maybe okay. I should put it in the documentary category. Yeah, let's put it. And, in then, and then it'd have to go up against Light and Magic. That let's was put a it good in the documentary series. Yeah, it was really good. That was so Love good. That. that was really good. Some honorable, honorable mentions for games this year are Cult of the Lamb and Jack Move, two indie games which I liked very much and I w- wish I could have played more of, but I ran into game-breaking bugs in both of them, mm. and my progress was halted. Wow. Now, you have but an advantage TMNT- over others that you could have included high in life in the Damies. That didn't make your, didn't crack your top ten? I haven't, I haven't started high in life yet. Okay. I very much enjoy it. I feel like it has too many yeah. jokes for Damon. <laughs> well... Perhaps. Yeah. No, I think I think we'll he could see. he could handle the joke volume. You don't have to. You can turn off the jokes. Did you know that? <laughs> is that true? Is that yeah. True? Then it's just a shitty shooter. No, it no. is true. It's it not is true. true. Yes. You it, yes. You can turn off the yes, jokes. You can turn you can turn down the uh, uh, amount of speaking uh, that your guns does. What? In, okay. in the settings. But then, but they what tell you the whole that. point of the game? Yeah, the gun the whole game. That. Yeah, you got nothing left then. Yeah, and it's actually not a shitty shooter. It's it's a fun game and a funny game, both. I like it very much. I can't wait to play more of it. I'm liking it. Damon Hatfield, famously not a fan of humor. No. It. just doesn't mm-hmm. care. No, very for serious. It. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get All it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the best game I played this year that wasn't released this year was Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. I think that was from last year, but I picked it up for Switch when it was on sale, and mm. it's fantastic. Uh, if anyone hasn't played it, Pear, you'd probably like it. Have you played that one? I played a little bit. I liked like, it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like one of those. Games. Yeah, it's a casualty of having too many games. Yeah. It's just it's too one much. of those grid-based, grid-based dungeon crawlers where the enemies only move when you do, and then uh, there's a bunch of different knights uh, that you can unlock in the game, and each one has different abilities and, and, and weaknesses and that sort of thing. So, Oh, and it's also a roguelike, so it's different every time. Firing on all cylinders as a Damien game. That one was really great. Best pixel art of the year. I'd say the nominees would be Triangle Strategy, TMNT Shredder's Revenge, Cursed to Golf, and Damn. Jack Move. Those mm. are all good. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it to Jack Move. Um, wow. Tri- Triangle Strategy is great, and I love that HD2D style, but uh, the game is such a slog and so wordy that eventually I just sort of kind of I just sort of soured on the whole thing. And what? It's the best pixel art category. Yeah. Yep. yep. What like the, the words? I, I just soured on the game. In the words? <laughs> I just soured on the game. This is Jack Move, but no, they're not. We're not seeing the pixel art. Unfortunately. Well, last year the best see... pixel art award went to a movie, so you can see the leniency that we get in the Damies community. I'm also going to give uh, best music to Jack Move. So Jack Move is going to win both best pixel art and best music this year. Although I also best like the music. music. In, yeah, I like the music in God of War Ragnarok, Horizon, um, Sifu, and Shredder's Revenge. But Jack Move is is just like an electronic music soundtrack that I would listen to anytime outside the game. <laughs> Best classic game re-release, 
not maybe not fair this year. Got to go to Atari 50. There's also the TMNT Cowabunga Collection, also by Digital Eclipse. Both excellent uh, collections, but there's just a lot more, a lot more packed into Atari 50. Nice. Radiant Silver Gun hit Switch, but that was only one game. How can it compete? Live Alive, not though, fair. or is that is that a remake that doesn't count? Live Alive, I just haven't gotten a chance to check out yet. Okay, fair enough. I, I loved it. I, this is the first live time live. I got to play That's through really good. it, and I really, really loved it. You lived it? Yeah. I lived it. I like the, uh, the Wild West it. chapter was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, although then, I honor, don't get honor, how you can lose the town invasion part. It doesn't seem like you could have a problem there. Like, you're supposed to set up traps. I didn't easy. really understand it, and then I just I screwed it up completely, and it was still fine. I, like, wiped out all the enemies in, like, one hit. Why is that? It's like a movie. It's like a movie. It's like a movie. It's the best movie I, I've watched this year, actually. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. The Western scene in Live Alive. It's better than that Doctor hey. Strange movie, I'll tell you that. That's fair. I like that movie. It wasn't bad. But that scene liked, in Live liked, Alive. What? How, do we, how did we get a, a Taika Waititi Thor movie this year that wasn't the greatest thing that happened to us? That's the, It's, it's so a boring. big question mark, right? It's yeah. like they, Thor Ragnarok is great. Get the whole band back together to make a sequel, but something's missing and no one can really put their finger on it. Yeah. Maybe it's better on TV. It's too much of those goats. Yeah. Yeah, the goats were not funny. That would that yeah, that was like a joke from ten years ago, the screaming goats. Well, uh, they were funny like the first time, and then yeah. it's like, well, okay, you remember those goats? <laughs> They're back. Are you laughing yet? All right. Best arcade archives release, I'm gonna give to Dragon Saber, which is the sequel to Dragon Spirit. And it's a much more playable game today than the original Dragon Spirit <laughs> was. Coveted, coveted award. So, wait, are you? Yeah. So you are the guy who's playing all the hamster re-releases. Yeah, he does them all. Not all of them. <laughs> I, only, I only buy the ones that I know are good. But, but Pear, I was going to do the a most obscure Arcade Archives release award, but it, it's it's comical. They're all they're all really obscure. Oh, there's some good ones. Just pick one. Also, they keep going back to like sometimes when a game came out in the U.S. but they don't have the license, they go back to the Japanese name and bring it out under that. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. I keep a yes. I I keep a list of all the hamster releases on IGN playlist, and it's I laugh every week when I update it. I know. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Dragon Saber is my pick for that. And then, speaking of dragons, the best dragon I encountered in a game this year, it's actually not from Elden Ring, a game that's full of dragons. The best dragon was in Rogue Legacy 2. It's Laden the dragon, which you meet kind of late in the game. And he's just an awesome, very, very big dragon that takes up a bunch of the screen. He's animated in a very cool way. And he's also a good boy. He's not, you don't fight him. He's your friend. Oh, nice. Okay. Good dragon. Oh. Right. Yeah. He's a good one. That Mega Man 2 had a good dragon in it. <clears throat> yeah, but that wasn't released this year. Try yeah, to stay but I played it. focused. Okay. <laughs> Moving into TV. There's lots, like I said, lots of great TV this year. The best new TV show that I watched this year, nominees would be Peacemaker, Tokyo Vice, pair, Severance. This is also roughly an order that I watched. Severance. Good. Pam and Tommy, House of the Dragon, Andor, and Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I'm going to give the award to Severance, which uh, right. just incredible uh, first season of TV, a, a, a premise that you can explain in a sentence or two, but that is so deep, I feel like you could make a whole anthology series just exploring different ways that premise would affect different people. You recommend uh, Pam and Tommy? I didn't watch that. Oh, it's so good. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Excellent. It's very good. Cool. Yeah. All right. And it's a limited series. What's it on? The internet. Hulu, I want to say. <laughs> I think it was on Hulu, cool. yeah. So, so, so it is accessible. It's yeah, not like yeah. some AMC series. No, I'll never no. Be able to it's, watch. It's, it's there. Cool. Not like it's on... 
Sorry, I just if you would have watched it, I think 1899 would have made it yeah. onto your shortlist. It just came out. Okay. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's that so one, good. That one. Okay. It's like the weird Bermuda Triangle stuff. It's German? It is German, but they have a I think they realized that you guys don't like it when we speak German. So they added lots of uh, uh, English speaking and Japanese speaking characters. Oh, interesting. Too. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. They, it's a bunch of characters on a boat and they all yeah. speak their native Got language. It. Okay. Yeah. They're getting wise okay. to it. That's pretty good. They're getting clever. wise to it. And yeah. it's good? Yeah. It's a mystery box yeah. show. So it's, it's like, like Lost. You know, you, yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Lost. Cool. I only ever watched the first season of Dark, but I really liked it. Well, it got, it goes crazy. It yeah. got weird. Eighteen ninety nine goes weird. really crazy too. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is kind of weird, and then by episode six, you're like, I don't know. I hope there's a new uh, going on a new Babylon Berlin soon. I missed that show. That show's great. It was also good, yeah. But that was all in German. That's also so when I only ever watched it. the yeah. first season. I had to watch yeah. it in German too. Sam. Okay, the best ongoing TV show that I watched this year. Not new, ongoing. Euphoria season two was great. Better Call Saul, not ongoing anymore, but also great. The, fi- mm-hmm. the, the final season aired this year. White Lotus season two just wrapped up, mm-hmm. which is Loved fantastic. <laughs> yep. Anyone else? Hell anyone, yeah. That was, all that? The that last was, that episode is great. It's torture, though. Like, yeah. watching it is torture. Well, the payoff in the end is amazing, but it's... It God, is. Yes. It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm without any humor. Oh. It's very difficult to watch, but very, very fun. And I couldn't wait for... It was the only show this year where I couldn't wait for the last episode. Like, yeah. we were, like, refreshing... Mm-hmm. The HBO feed to like get it. I I just loved it. Very good. Yep. Yep. I I think season two is right up there with season one for me. Probably. Mm -hmm. It's really Mm -hmm. good. Uh, And then also what we do in the shadows. Oh, show that I was good. Ready to be done with after season three, but then season four ended up being really good season. So it's like yeah. All right. All right. So good. Uh, And of course, I have to give the win to Better Call Saul. Uh, Yeah. Breaking Bad. I've always for. Ever since it aired, I've just as a knee-jerk reaction, I've always just said that's my favorite TV show of all time. But now I probably have to reassess because it's possible Better Call to be a little bit better than Breaking Bad, just because like that writers' room has so much experience now. Best writers' room in the business, hands down. There, like you, you hear talk about like moments feeling earned in uh, yeah. TV shows. Like they're just they're like, like they take the time, they take however time, much time it needs to uh, let their characters develop and let all the pieces fall in place so that when Things happen, it, like, it's, it happens in the most satisfying way possible. You can't predict what's going to happen, but whatever happens feels perfect. Mm-hmm. It's great. And Rhea Seahorn, her performance, in, yeah. especially in the last episode, is just that, that's like one of my favorite episodes of television ever. So good. You're gonna. I guess you haven't watched that yet, Sam. Right, the final season. No, because it's uh, you have to buy the individuals or something right now. It oh, won't be streaming yeah. for a long time a- uh, because it's AMC and AMC hasn't yeah. heard about the internet. Yeah. yeah, but I've seen the first ten, you know, of the season, and uh, I love where it ended. And I, I seriously, I think about it sometimes, and I think about like, like this, like, like it sticks with me a lot more than other things. So I can't wait to watch it. I just got to figure it out. Maybe we'll just shell out over the break and watch it. You should treat yourself. Yeah, maybe. I treat just feel yourself. so weird having like a digital ownership of any vid- uh, thing. It to is watch. weird. Yeah, with AMC, you have to move fast, right? Because the episodes are yeah, only available yeah. for a certain and I amount of time. That up, it's so. very strange. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I'd recommend. Um, I still recommend you return and try our flag means death. I think it ends in a place oh, yeah. that's as funny as what we do in the shadows. It just has a slower start than, than it should. 
and uh, it goes to a uh, just a fantastic uh, romance story. That's oh. just great. I, love I ignored it. it. It's great. It's Taika Waititi. Okay. Same, same, some of the same cast members from his other stuff. It's great. All right, final Damien Award, best kill gag yeah. this year. Uh, everyone knows I like big, big fan of fake violence mm-hmm. in entertainment. Uh, let's see the nominees. Perry, I think you watched Archive eighty one, right? Yeah, I didn't watch that yeah. one. Which, oh, you didn't watch that one? No. Okay. I actually didn't finish the show because it wasn't, I didn't think it was that great. However, in episode <laughs> four, there's a good kill gag, which I will now explain. They're having a, a seance to like contact the dead and they make contact, but then like something goes wrong and the woman, the medium woman, like she like starts freaking out and she has long fingernails and she just starts like wailing and clawing at her face and like, like basically just like scratching her face off and all in her eyeballs and the camera's like up close and doesn't cut away. <laughs> I don't know if she actually died <laughs> from that. Irrelevant. It's a really good gory gag. Really Sounds good. like she was already. Then, I don't know if we should, <laughs> I don't know how we should handle uh, kill gags from movies. I don't know. There's a good one in Dr. Strange too. Actually there's several. Yeah. But there's a really good one in Dr. Yeah. Strange too. Yes, that's right. I'll With all say, the cameo characters, right? Yeah. All those are really good. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm going to say Black Bolt. Black Bolt's death that is a great, great. Kill okay. And that's Strange. Anson Mount. Yep. 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 And that is Anson Mount. And you got to. Um, and then. What? What's that? No, I, I feel like you keep. You got to play high on life if you have a kill, <laughs> kill gag category because that entire game, there's a kill gag for every kill. <laughs> totally. It totally is. Oh. Well, there's also Callisto Protocol, which is basically kill gags a game. But yeah. Right. You, I just, you just get. It loses at the, like the fifth time you see like your head get chopped in half diagonally. You're like, okay. All yeah. right, everyone. Yeah. Um, and then there's good ones from the boys, right? Boys always yeah. good for good kill gags. Oh my god! Termite, uh, termite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't no. need to sneezing that inside. One. Yeah. Okay. Sneezing my- inside a delicate part of someone else and exploding. Uh, and then I think A Train dragging Blue Hawk oh my uh, at top speed across the pavement yeah. was really really good too. We yeah. that that uh, first kill gag you mentioned. That's when my wife said, "Okay, I don't need to watch the ah! season." She yeah. literally <laughs> just bowed out. She's like, "Okay, that's it." <laughs> Every yeah. every every death from from A Train is insane. So bad. Like it's just yeah. so explosive and insane. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good one. But I'm gonna give the win to uh, Black Bolt in Doctor Strange too. What a, what about White Lotus? Out loud. Uh, I don't really think. Uh, no, that doesn't count. It Are you kidding me? It, don't say anything. Off, the action the action happens off screen. It's no. like that was a great scene. But not a kill gag, I don't think. I think the one. Yeah, I think so too. The 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 one, at the end of all. Oh, that. Well, at, oh. Yes. Again, good scene. Not not a particularly notable kill gag. I don't. Think. It doesn't fit my definition. We of were shouting. Gag. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It is. It's, I mean, it's great. It's great. Perfect right. ending. I love all right. it. All right. <laughs> this episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. 
To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, uh, Pear, what do you think is the best game you played this year? Uh, I think it's still, look, I'm still not done with God of War, and I, re- I, I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, Naughty Dog style, kind of more linear uh, games like Uncharted that open up and have some, some kind of exploration and going back to areas. Um, but it isn't my, my favorite right now. Like, I made my list. I think Tunic is still number one. Sam, you took mine. Yeah. That's a great I would choice. Say, you, Sam? No like more my questions. Top, my top five is Tunic, God of War, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Mario plus Rabbits. And then number five, I'm still torn. We'll, we'll see. I, have, I, I haven't finished Elden Ring. I have to do that too. But like, you know, Same. it's between, you know, the, the Horizon, Splatoon, <laughs> Live of Life, that sort of ilk. Live of Life was so fun. Mm-hmm. I had a great time playing that this year. Mm-hmm. Sam, Tunic is your number one? Yeah, Tunic number one. Live Alive would be up there. I did like God of War. I wouldn't, you know, go game of the year for it. Um, Elden Ring, you know, I, I, I need to try the Damie strategy of replaying it as a uh, samurai. Is that right? With the sneak up that's, weapon. I, that's what I played. Yep. yep. I need to do it. I just need to go back to it with that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, those are those are, those are my picks. I, 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 uh, I played other ga- a lot of other games this year, but they happen to be from the end of last year. And those are a lot of my favorites, mm. too. So, you know. Yeah. You know what? And I will say this: I didn't mind Gotham Knights. I thought I had a fun time with that game. And you know what else? Oh, else Gotham Knights. Sonic's pretty fun too. Actually, Midnight Suns just came out, and I yeah. feel like the paint is still wet on that one. I think it's really good. If you haven't played that yet, yeah, but, I want to play that one. But I it's gotten to that one but yet. it's kind of yeah. like rabbits. I expected to like rabbits because I liked the first one. I was surprised how good the second one was, and how much better it was. And right now, in the mm-hmm. battle of turn-based strategy games that don't feel like turn-based strategy games because they're faster, I feel like rabbits still a little bit ahead of Midnight Suns. And I'm bummed I didn't get to turn on my Switch a whole lot this year. I played all of the the retro games that, that came out, a lot of those, and then I just I have rabbits. I need to play it, but um, you know. I wasn't into Kirby, and it just wasn't good. a great year. I wasn't into Splatoon. Kirby so. is like, that That game is our go-to for co-op. There have been so many great co-op experiences on, on Switch mm-hmm. uh, it's this this year as well. And like, That's a good call, Kirby, actually. as a dad with kids, we just keep going back to it. Mm-hmm, 
And Justin, you could give Factorio your the award for best game you played this year that didn't come out this year. <laughs> I mean, I can give it. It's my award. I can give it whatever award I want. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll have to check with the committee on that. I'm not sure. <clears throat> yeah, no, I honestly forgot about Kirby. Kirby was great. Um, we played through it co-op. Although I don't like that the the co-op player is such a second fiddle. Mm. Like, you know, you're playing this little waddle D that has a spear. Like, I wish you were on, like, slightly more even footing with Kirby. Um, ooh, and see, like, because then I liked Live Alive a lot, too. So it's a tough choice. No, if it's games that came out this calendar year, it has to be God of War. Although um, the sequel to Golf Story, what is it called? Sports Story is supposed to still be coming yeah. out this month. So, yeah. you know, yeah. like, we'll see if that yeah. stuff drops um, really this week or any time. Um, but I'm so obsessed with factorio you guys have no idea i just checked while we were chatting i've played 128 hours of it and that's not even over the course of this calendar year that's over the course of like the last five weeks like it's completely crazy i'm like wow. i just took a work trip to the east wow. coast i'm like maybe i can take a mouse with me and install the game on my work computer is that weird mm-hmm. um uh mm-hmm. what i i'm not even gonna get into what i like about it but like what the the, the thing that's keeping me going is that it's so highly moddable that um, that you can basically play like there's total conversion mods that turn it into a totally different game. So it's like I'm playing Factorio on Steam in air quotes, but it's not. It's totally different. Like all the technology is different. I'm playing this mod called Crastorio Two. That's um, that just completely changes everything about the game. And then I'm going to play another one after that. And I'm pretty sure I'm just going to play this game for two thousand hours. I, I mean, it's definitely, I, I, I know about your obsession with this game, but I figured you would turn it off for Dwarf Fortress. Well, that's the journey that I went on. That's what started this whole thing is I started playing Dwarf Fortress on Steam and that was great. And then I went back to RimWorld on Steam and that was great. And then, it, and then that road led me back to Factorio, which, you know, is not a new game to me. I played it several years ago, but now I'm like back in it full force. And so... Yeah, I mean, Dwarf Fortress is, um, it's in my top five games of all time, ever, ever made. And so, yeah, I'm going to put, I'm going to put a hundred hours into that too, but not until I, uh, not until I get my Phil Factorio, I guess. I also, well, I eventually uh, get my Steam Deck, I'll check these games out. I, um, I, I reviewed Atari 52 and I gave it a very high score and I, and I love that game as well. I think that was a high watermark in like, ex- sorry, yes, yes, that's right. It's just Atari 50. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I very much enjoyed it. And I think I would, you know, consider that as one of the best games I played this year, even though it was a multimedia experience. It, 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 I mean, and it is interesting because like when you go back and you play NES games and Super NES games and Genesis games, and then you go back and play Atari VCS or Jaguar then not then they don't hold up right no, like no. a lot of like i grew up with the atari vcs and i played a lot of those games as a kid and i thought you know yars revenge looked so freaking awesome and realistic mm-hmm. and you play them now you're like oh all right after 10 minutes i'm done right plus it's one button. but that makes it they did too. such a wonderful yeah. job kind of like telling the story and then interspersing the game experiences with it and some of the remakes remade stuff is genuinely great and has really good multiplayer gameplay and too. the arcade collection holds up arcade That's machines true. they're not the best way to they play do. them because of controller issues yeah. but they did a good job and they look well they look good even the vector ones are presented pretty well and now we have 4K TVs. Like vector games can look pretty awesome, so yeah. it's just it's just cool. It's just, and I I recommend it just for that era alone. And then the weird other end, which is like 
have you ever played a Jaguar game? Well, like you can play some in this. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> but um, they're crazy. But, but also the games that got canceled that they resurrected. In some cases, they released code that was near finished or finished. Yeah. In some cases, they had to make up a new game because Sword the third Quest Airworld. The so Airworld was never yes. made, so right? Cool. So it's very, it's just really unique and awesome. Yeah, I mean. Atari 50 is great. Elden Ring and God of War are great. There's no conveyor belts in them. <laughs> so <laughs> There is in uh, one game in the Atari 50 collection uh, called uh, Cloak and Dagger. It's very conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. Check okay, it out. Cool. Check okay, it out. I take it back. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great note. Mm-hmm. All right, the big question, and Pear, we'll start with you. Was 2022... A good year for video games. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was a a really good year for video games because when I get to the end of the year and my backlog looks insane, I know that there was just more greatness than I could honestly play and and fit into my my professional and family life. And, I mean, I have the perfect excuse. I can tell my wife that I need to play a game because we covered it at IGN, right? And still, Mm -hmm. despite that, I couldn't finish everything. Uh, you know, I, I own all the consoles and I love playing classic games as well. But it's not the best game for video game, uh, best year for video games, right? Like years. No, not the best. Just was it a good one? Yeah, I think it was a good one. I think looking looking at the games that were originally supposed to come out this year would have probably made this a banner year compared to some of the greatest. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of those games have moved into next year. And if they don't move out of next year, I think next year might become the best best year ever. Like, yeah, the lineup is insane. Yeah. Sam, Justin, agree, disagree? Good year, bad year? I mean, I think it's a bad year. I think it would give it a four or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Why was it too. bad? Or, yeah. Because it didn't have well, Zelda. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else I need to say about this. Like, wait, all the games I wanted to play, Starfield and Zelda and everything, got moved out of it. Uh, the games that were around to play, other people liked a lot. And I respect uh, people having a good year and playing the games they like, but... For me, yeah, it was I, not a lot, not a lot, not a lot of triple A's that I connected with. Okay, but you got actually, you got Atari collection. You got Teenage Mutant Ninja I already Turtles. Have an Atari done collection. like a classic game. <laughs> there was insane stuff this year. I mean, I agree year. with Sam. Like, I, it's like horrible, but I think four out of ten. Like, that's probably about where I land too. Which four sounds like so dismissive to all the really four. awesome games we're talking about, right? Mid that like. I don't want the takeaway to be like, oh, that means those two don't like Tunic and don't like this other stuff. But it's like you're comparing it relative to other years in gaming history. Yeah. And like when I think about 2022, yeah. it's you, you, like the, the next gen consoles are still not impressing very much. They're still hard to find. And we're still seeing a lot of cross gen games. There's not like eye popping technology driving forward game experiences. So much stuff was delayed. Um, the Switch is old. Like, we're all ready for kind of a new Switch, and we're not going to get one of those for a while. Like, it was, um, you know, like, a, one of my most memorable experiences, besides Factorio, was Cyberpunk, which is, you know, yeah. which is also an old game. So That's a awesome. lot of people yeah. filled a got, lot of time with stuff that didn't come out this count. Maybe you should play some new games. No, I look, there I think... There weren't any. I've, I, I, obviously, it's highly subjective, right? I love turn-based strategy and role-playing games. And, like, I never thought... And one of my favorite games when I was 
in my 20s was Live Alive. And I never thought we'd ever see this game again. And not only did they finally localize it, they upgraded it, they fixed some old issues, uh, you know, created some new ones. Like to have Live Alive back was awesome. And then we're getting a a turn-based strategy game set in the Mario universe. We're getting one in the Marvel universe. We're getting Triangle Strategy. Um, we had Shredder's Revenge. I'm, I'm looking like we had Need for Speed Unbound. I, like nobody played it, but it's actually a good Need nobody for Speed that. game again <laughs> from the people that made Burnout. It's just the story sequences are awful. Uh, Monkey Island. We got a new Monkey Island. That was great. How is this not a good year? That was great. You guys are fawning over like Marvel Snap and stuff. So we even had some good uh, mobile games. Yeah, people love that game. Marvel Snap is great. And then Justin, you mentioned Cyberpunk. We should briefly mention Edge Runners. Oh, Edge Runners is such a good television show. It's, it's like crazy. It's good. one of those cross. Like, I think I would recommend it even to people that. Well, so okay, two things. One, I would not recommend it if you don't like you know violence and gore. Like, it's so over the top yep. with um with the level of violence in it. So that that is a caveat. But it's one of those crossovers that's like it's an anime, but it's not just for anime fans. It really is for anybody, and it's just a great story told very very tightly over 10 episodes um i just can't recommend it highly enough yeah I, both parents and you should check it out it's great awesome um okay over on the website anyone know what our most popular review was this year which website the most read the most read review on ign.com this year oh IGN. uh it's uh, gotta be god of war right i think it's elden Ring. yeah oh no, Elden Ring, early in the year. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Elden it Ring. is Elden Ring. Elden Ring was just the most popular game on IGN.com this year. Great. Probably because of game help. Very ripe for game help in that one. Uh, it wasn't, you know, since we don't review every game anymore, there wasn't the, the most notable high-profile game that got a lower score, I think, was Gotham Knights with a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. there are a few other games that got lower than a five, but they're not even things that I had necessarily even heard of, so think that's probably the most high profile low score of the year and then anyone know what the article we published this year that got the most comments (laughs) comments uh is uh, is it a uh related to the snyderverse no it's got but it's got to be drama it's always drama oh if it's not snyderverse i would i would really expect uh it's it's got to be people are mad over something xbox did like buying a big company Yeah, it was the uh, our review of the premiere of Rings of Power. Oh, okay. Wow, wow. really? Most Aww. comments did not expect that. Oh, I did not uh, expect that either. Probably because of bad things. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Also, very high profile TV show. Not one of the best shows I watched. This it annoyed time. me, but I still enjoyed it. I like any time I can see tolkien on the screen i'm happy new even zealand if the writing is really cool right hmm? new zealand are really cool it's pretty. i'm surprised they're able to use like basically the same assets for things like <laughs> balrogs and stuff i don't like think that. they asked well you know some of those are the original God. artists from illustrations well, you know, for the book guy but not like tolkien. come on man yep. like that's so I mean, you know, yeah. and uh, balrog is just shadow and flame so it's right there <laughs> yeah. on the page yeah flame of Ur-Dum. also like they had teased there was going to be a balrog in it Come yeah. on. It's, <laughs> he just I guess out. technically for one second. He was in there one second. He's like, who dropped this? <laughs> <laughs> you again? 
I'll be up there in uh, 2,000 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they delve the too deep. I never expected show. the dwarves delve too deep in the second age. And that's why the Balrog cleared them out in the third age. Yeah, yeah it waited. Sense. It's like, Mark, we got time. <laughs> Mine first. Crazy. Yeah. Bad plot point. After everyone... With the amount of people that worked on that show, at no point no one said, "Should any should we make any of these characters likable?" <laughs> oh, oh nice. no one stopped to make that suggestion. I like I the elf. Power. I, they were I like, I really like that show. I've just been it's too I like, far. I like Sauron. He was yeah, nice. So, Sauron was really nice. And uh, Sauron, he really <laughs> nice. Yeah, Sauron is nice. Yeah, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's a great deceiver. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, let's I, I wanted to say I like the uh, the priestess with the shaved head. She was cool. What? Yeah, creepy. Yeah, the pre- there's a priestess with a shaved like head, like a mohawk. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, well, not a mohawk. Yeah, I think she had long hair on the top. It was just down. She shaved on both sides. <laughs> or something. No, one of them was that. The other one was fully oh, shaved. Okay. Head. For people who haven't watched that show, that is a very minor character. I mean, probably they try to make it seem like they're major characters, <laughs> and then one episode later, they're not. You all hurt my heart. Uh, you like that, Let's Joe? Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at igen.com, just like Ryan did in Melbourne, Australia. It says, I have a question, but I wanted, I wanted to ask you all on this special episode. But first, congratulations on an amazing year of Gamescoop. I've loved every episode. I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas and New Year. My question for you all is, what has been your favorite gaming memory of 2022? Mine was just recently when I brought when I bought Redout 2 on a Steam sale, and being the huge F-Zero fan I am, I loaded it up, turned the in-game music down to zero, and blasted the F-Zero-X Guitar Arrange Edition soundtrack. Having those iconic tunes to a great modern hyperspeed racer just scratched every itch. Pure enjoyment. I like you. We deserve more F-Zero games. Hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Pair, favorite gaming moment of the year? Honestly, I mean, for me, it was the announcement of Live Alive. Like, yeah, watching, <laughs> watching the reveal, I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at the footage, I'm like, it, it just, it seems so implausible that mm-hmm. they would ever bring this back because they had all these years to, to bring it out and localize it. And I, I never understood why it wasn't translated. I guess the graphics weren't as nice as Final Fantasy V or whatever. So just seeing that and then like my, my, the gears in my head going like, I know that game. I've played that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's like a little, it's such a little thing, right? It's not like a big Zelda game or a new Uncharted or GTA 6. It was this little game from my earlier years coming back. And that, that was really nice. Thank you. More of that. Now, give us Sky Odyssey. Thank you. And mm. Legend of the Mystical Ninja. Ooh, yeah. Any of the Goemon games. Thank you. Sam, for you, was it something related to the in-game instruction manual in Tunic? Yeah, absolutely. What I really liked is that when we were covering Tunic, um, a bunch of the staff was playing it, and uh, so many secrets in it, like when you first play Super Mario Brothers or Zelda, and nobody knew where it was going, and everybody was helping each other solve the puzzles, and and also documenting them, right? Because we were writing about them at the time, for the guide, and I really spent a lot of time uh, with that guide, and especially the late game stuff, and I had a great time doing it, and I worked with a, a good team on it. I really enjoyed that part of the year. It was, 
the 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 way the manual is integrated into the game is really special like yeah. if, if in history sometimes we have games that have an attract mode where you see like a demonstration and sometimes they contain like spoilers or secrets like in metroid super metroid and it's really cool to like when you discover that to have this sort of feeling like oh i wonder if anybody else actually watched this and noticed this mm-hmm. they're giving a hint to something and in this game like you literally look at these pages and you can't read them and then you come back later and you're like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. You know, it's just it feels great to feel like an idiot is what I'm saying. I also liked uh, the late game twist in Horizon, a game that hasn't really been mentioned mm. very much. Uh, there's a late game transportational upgrade, which I just thought was a really cool mm. moment in that game. And it really redeemed a lot of the slog of that I ended up feeling about that game. I thought it was really cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad I only you know got like a couple hours of gameplay before I was in like a boss it, end runs. It was weird to have a child's tricycle, though, in a game like that. <laughs> just kind well, of the odd. little horn, though, is so conk, yeah. conk, like it's fun. Oh. Get, out of, get out of the way, dinos. <laughs> but Sam, they that that mode is on full display in the trailer for. That's the, right, it is. I forgot about so. that when we were, we were, we were watching right. that in the office. It's like, oh, is this not a spoiler now that we can watch? But <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it's a spoiler anymore. Justin, is it something Factorio related for you? No, um, I mean it certainly could be. I think it, it, like it was memories and moments in gaming of the last year, right? Yeah. It's got to be. I think it's probably playing Minecraft with my eight-year-old because I've talked before on the show, sort of comedically, but yeah. mostly seriously about how it's not fun playing video games with my kids. I find it really stressful and kind of awful. Um, but Minecraft playing Minecraft with my daughter is the first time I can think of where like I, I, we were just both having a great time and I'm not doing it to humor her or like, you know, just like I'm happy to spend time with her. So whatever, we'll play a game together. But like, that was the first time we were both just fully absorbed and like, you know, you go over there Mm -hmm. and build that and I'm going to go over here and do this and we're going to work together. And like, what do you want me to do next? And now let's go do this. And like, just being really in it together in a video game, instead of it being more of like a dad chore was, um, was really fun and cool. And like, and now we play together not actually as often as I would like, but like, you know, it's just like, it's a way that we spend time together now, which is get great. A, get a second copy of Sea of Thieves and then just kind of, you know, just mm-hmm. sail around. Don't attack anybody. Just have your have your kid like raise the sails and stuff. That stuff always works. Yeah. I like having her. I like, I, she, like she's the foreman and she's like, okay, what do you want me to do? And then I'm the assistant yep. and I just, then I just go off and do it. It's fun. Go. It's a good time. I have another good video game story that I don't believe I've told on the show yet. Um, it yep. was electronics recycling day in San Francisco in my neighborhood. <laughs> and I was driving around not looking for stuff, but I had found two monitors like like TVs that like match arcade monitors. And I was like, this is a good day because you can pull out the tubes from them and save them and make them into arcade machines um, or, or replace them in arcade machines. So that was kind of fun. And then uh, I'm like going around the block and uh, and I uh, just see an arcade machine on the street. And it was a, I see like the Williams logo, very big arcade machine company. It was an 82, 83 era game, uh, silk screened. So out of the corner of my eye and, uh, I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, my car is big enough that I can get a game in it. So I was like, I'll, I'll do this, but I probably need help. This was on like a block away from my house, like city blocks. They're small built up, but you could walk around the corner. So, um, I, I like call my wife. I'm like, can you, can you help me get this arcade machine? in? she's very used to this call. She's like, no, I'm in the, I'm in the shower. 
And I was like, fuck, you got to get over here anyway. But do a lot of people throw away arcade machines? Well, it was electronics recycling. I guess that's I why see. it was happening. I've okay, never seen right. this before. Although I have, actually, I've seen a pinball machine on the street before I knew anything about pinball. So uh, so I'm like, okay. And then I, I, I parked the car next to it and I uh, open up the, it's a hatchback, like, you know, SUV. And I open up the, the trunk, put down the seats, and I start dragging the game over to the curb, like by myself, which is like taller than me and, you know, several times heavier than me. And I'm like moving it, it's like scratching the concrete, and I'm getting it over there. I get it down, I'm like, hmm. And so I think I can get it in the car. And I, and I like, you know, I'm having basically an adrenaline rush at this point because I'm so excited. And I like, t- I tilt the game over and I put it on the, cur- the, the bumper of the car by myself which wasn't too bad. And then I just got down on the ground and lifted the back and shoved it in. And I start putting down the hatchback and it's like kind of fitting in everything. And I get in the car and I turn on the ignition and my wife walks around the corner. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, I was a little bit sore from that example. Of, and, but I got home and I cracked open the game and I looked like, why did they throw this out? What's wrong with it? And like the game itself, the game board is just sitting in the bottom of the game. It just fallen off the <gasps> wall mounts and that's fine. I just put it back up, and the game turned on. Started well, which playing. Which one was it? It uh, is a it is a really weird game that Irim created, okay. which made Moon Patrol. Everybody knows Moon yep. Patrol. It's their follow up to Moon Patrol called Moto Race USA, which is like this really cutesy top down lane shifting um, game that's just like it's just super rare and weird and like Probably. you'll never see it again like, well no hamster don't worry hamster is on it <laughs> if it's irem and you shoot it's it'll Irem come back yeah yeah how long did it take you to find all the spiders there were there were lots of spiders in it um they're all dead and they're all of one sort of like a, a daddy long legs variety that i see in games frequently but it's not a daddy long legs they have long legs but they always make webs and they're very thin and they're always in video games do you listen for the spiders do you hear like <laughs> No, I feel for them. Those like are skull tellers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my game story. Do you ever run out of cool. room? I moved this year and I got more room. Okay. <laughs> no, because half of my games, more than half the games are in an arcade now, so um, I would be out of room yeah. if anything should happen to the arcade. Then it would be a warehouse situation, right? But everything's good. Um, I have... I have a lot of good memories from Elden Ring, but I think my favorite is when I realized that any enemy in the game, uh, boss or regular enemy, grunt, anything, if they're not on patrol, if they're just standing still waiting for you to approach to attack, mm-hmm. any of those enemies, you can sneak up behind them. They won't react. You can cast a poison spell. They won't react. And then however long it takes, <laughs> you can just whittle down their health that way. That's any amazing. bosses, mid-bosses, grunts, it works on any, any enemy that is not patrolling. I mean, it feels good discovering that like cheese works and yep. it's going to get you past some yes. of the parts that, that you would struggle on. I think yeah. that's a great, I love oh, cheating yeah. in games. I that's love like it. God of War opening the portal and you mysteriously healed, yeah. right? You yep. heal at the portals. Beautiful. So Thank helpful. you. Okay. That brings us to video game 20 questions. But first we oh. have an email from John John or the game scoop historian as Justin sometimes calls mm. him. It says, I wanted to send in some stats for 2022's Video Game 20 questions. So this is your GameScoop wrapped 2022. You, you've played 47 games of 20 questions this year. Mm-hmm. 32 resulted in a win. That's a win rate of 68%. It's not great this year. Hmm. 68%. I mean, do we have the uh, stat of last year we can compare it to? 
You have asked a total of 954 <laughs> questions so far this year. It's a lot of words. The That's quickest game uh, occurred in episode 679, Tina's last episode as an IGN employee. The yeah. game was Final Fantasy X. You guessed it in six questions. Yep. Nice. Longest win streak of the year was five. Uh, you also had a five-game losing streak. That's tied with your worst losing streaks in history. Episodes 696, 697, 698, 699, <laughs> and the lost episode in between that. Mm-hmm. Those were all losses. It was Batman Arkham City, Splinter Cell Conviction, Mischief Makers, Time Crisis, and Dante's Inferno. Mischief wow, you guys makers. had Mischief Makers? So difficult. Did, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> you would have got it. Yuke Yuke Troublemakers. <laughs> See, he would have got it. He knows the Japanese name. Justin played the most games, 42. Sam played 41 games. Nice. And with that, your uh, suggestion this week comes from James in Galway, Ireland. Perry, do you think I'm pronouncing that correctly? Galway? Is that how they would pronounce it? Yeah. yeah as I'm, that's a, my Irish is a little rusty. rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Germany is adjacent to Ireland. It's closer to Ireland than where I'm from. It, it no, might, that's right. You it, can almost walk there. It might not be. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's a little closer okay <laughs> with that let the questioning begin because since Damon invited me since Damon invited me mm-hmm. he probably invited me because it's like some game where he's he, he thinks pa- Para thinks it's a meta I either reviewed Para. it or it's a Nintendo 64 game or it's something that you guys would never guess because it's like what year did IGN? Sure. What year did you start writing at IGN? Ninety-seven or something. Okay, could Pair have reviewed this game for IGN? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I could have reviewed it at game from nineteen seventy-eight. Well, he knows. He knows what I meant. You you know what he means, Dan? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was this game made in Japan? Yes. Mm-hmm. See. <laughs> See. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but how uh, look I've I've obviously um, watched this show before I haven't been on very often but like when do you go into specific platforms like now when, whatever you want you would you ask you like uh, was it released on Nintendo 64 oh specific platforms I see no we, we might want to narrow down console manufacturer if it's a multi-platform game mm-hmm. okay well then then you know do 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 is, the step before then is you you ask uh, is this a was this an exclusive to a Nintendo console Yes. Wow. Is it live alive? Probably. <laughs> Could be the remake, though. Is yeah. this available yeah. on the Nintendo Switch? No. No. It's an old one. See, that was very specific, though. Was it no, exclusive we, to we the use Nintendo that 64? Timing, so that cuts yeah. out every Steam game ever. We, yeah. so here's what happens. If it's on Switch, what? it's very easy for us to get. That's why we asked. Oh, that. I see. Okay. Yeah, we like to know. Was this a Nintendo 64 game? No. Oh, That's five. Wow. wow. Okay. But it is a Nintendo exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Not just a Nintendo platform release is what that means. So, Was right. this game developed or published by Nintendo? No. Uh, that was a combo question, though. Did you say or? Yeah. Okay. Published I'll- or developed by Nintendo? Okay. No. And the answer is no. Wow. Okay. So exclusive Nintendo game. It's not from Nintendo. There's not yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about the 
Atlas games, like the we got the Ogre Battles back then. They, they did come out on other platforms in some cases. We Is this from the, before 2010? Yes. So Wii, GameCube, got the Game Kun- Boy Advance, or DS. Konami's, all of that. Okay. And, oh, okay, I see. Not all the way back to... Mm-hmm. Zach and Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Zack and Wiki. That would be a Capcom game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not a Nintendo game. It's a Nintendo exclusive, not made by Nintendo, but it was made in Japan. Yeah, that's and, what we know, and not published by them. Was this so. game on the Nintendo Wii? Yes. Yeah, it's a. It could be a Little King story. How good was that game? Yeah, people love that game. Right? Nobody would guess that I, though. I don't think Damon would pick something like Little King. He picked story. Mischief Makers. Also, I don't know. Like Little King Story is one of those games, and I'm not saying it's not good. It's very good, but it's one of those games that's over-indexed in my brain. For like, I think about that game like once a month. For some reason, it just pops into my head. See, I should probably replay that game. I'm thinking it's more. Oh no, we said made in Japan. I was I was like going in the direction of stuff like Boom Blocks and like kind of yeah. weird iconic Wii one. games that are forgotten, but you know, mm. we're kind of synonymous. Was this with game the especially reliant on motion controls? Yes, there was that Sega. There was those Sega shooters. With like a couple of yeah, but they no, were like everywhere. The, they, yeah, the conduit or whatever it was called. That was a U.S. game, I think. Damon, I oh, hope this man. is not one of the bargain bin games. There's ask. so many bad motion ask control games on the platform. Game. It's like, remember Carnival games and like they yeah. remade that into fifty different What's games. What's the one that was just board games? Ga- that games was on to play NPD, on, top yeah. ten all the time. Games to play on a Tuesday. Yeah. Games to play on a Wednesday. <laughs> Solitaire. Uh, no, so motion control games. So obviously, yeah. Again, we had we had lots of weird like dead. We had a dead space motion. control control game but not made was this part of a series yeah well it's not zach and wiki it's part of a it's part of a series so yes he probably means nintendo yeah did nintendo make links crossbow training or was that made by a third somebody else no they definitely published it published and made by yeah yeah yeah. I bet it's that Dead Space game because that's a But meta. that's not made in Japan. That was... Who made oh, that? That was okay. um, uh, space or someone like that, but right? But this is like some weird motion Wii spinoff. Or it's like Resident Evil 4, right? So th- let's think about Japanese devs that were active on Wii. So Capcom. that's, you know, mm-hmm. Konami was was still making mm-hmm. more than pachinko machines. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yep, definitely Cap- Se- Sega went Sega nuts with crazy like... crazy on that. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. There was that, there was that Sega game. What was, what would, they had those two FPS games. That's Ubisoft. They had those two what? They had these two FPS games on Wii. They're like Red Steel, but they're not. They're made by Sega. Huh. I don't Um, know. Um, I remember those. Damon, let's see. Uh, Where do we go with this? Um, Was Zack and Wiki a thing before or no? Like you you threw out Zack and Wiki and now you're dismissing it, but that's. uh, Oh, no, we just, we just dismissed it. How did we dismiss it? What was the last question we asked? Nobody knows. Uh, well, I guess it was if it was part of a series. Yeah, and Damon and Zach said, and Wiki's yeah, not basically. part of a series. Yeah, we dismissed it. Okay, you're right. Okay, that's true. Uh, is this a Capcom published game? No, no. Okay, uh, that's eleven. Same question, mm-hmm. Sega. No. Uh, oh. oh boy. Okay. It's Japanese? Who did House of the Dead Overkill? Well, that would be Sega, right? 
Is that is, are they yeah. House of the Dead? They're House of the Dead. Sega, right? Okay. Um. Okay. Again, who who? Well, it else? could be Koei Tecmo. There's a million Koei Tecmo games. Yeah. Motion well, control though. Yeah. Probably some kind of Dynasty Warriors, something or other. Well, you waggle that control all around. Well, te- <laughs> you know, obviously the Dark Metroid was published by Nintendo, but it was yeah. made by Tecmo. Yeah. And that had <laughs> pointer control. This controls. is an interesting. What about like um, Excite Truck? Was that all Nintendo? That's yeah. Nintendo published. Yeah. Um, there was uh, what else was there? there was Blue Ocean Italian Walls. They published that too. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Endless Ocean is not bad. Endless Ocean. Endless Ocean, deep cut. But Nintendo did it. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Are what you if, sure about that? Yeah. I mean, I believe you. What okay. about Project Hammer? <laughs> Project Hammer got canceled. That never came out. That was <laughs> what NS- about Disaster NS- Day of Crisis? Okay, so Disaster Day of Crisis also didn't come out. Sin and Punishment 2? That came out, and that was published by Nintendo. Was Disaster like Day of Crisis de- came was, out in Europe, right? Did it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, was that's... there an Earth Defense Force on the? Keep suite? on mentioning games because then we can ask if 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 we mention the game. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's that's a, that's a good strategy. Yeah. Um. Well, there's all the monkey balls. That's part of a series. Yeah, Super Monkey Ball has motion and you, tilt control. Do you play as a human in this game? But there's Sega. Yeah, that's right. The figure. Yes, you play as a human in this game. What does that mean? Why did you put the emphasis on you? When Maybe you, when you answered us. Well, in the game like Pikmin, you are kind of humanoid, but the main stars are little mm. carrot people. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's what's with the Minions game that we talked about. You wouldn't that do for, that to that us. That wasn't for Wii, though. You wouldn't do that to us. No, no, it's called Overlord. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Overlord was pretty cool. Oh, there was a bunch of digital Wii games at the time, like, um, like I don't know. I like, think it... Ninja Plus? Uh, like that. I think it could be Little King Story. Really? It's awesome. I don't know. Who I mean, that? I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. We haven't. We have eliminated Square Enix. We so we know it's not Sega or Capcom. Oh, Square. Yeah. Final Fantasy. Part of a series, something? though. Did Little King Story have any other games? I don't. I think it got a sequel. Hmm. I don't. I don't actually think we it's also King got Story. the I'm stupid like, the stupid Dragon Quest pointer games too. Yep. And what? Well, and what are the? But yeah, motion controls for Final Fantasy. That what was, was that? Dragon Quest Heroes something? No, what, what what were the weird pointer ones? I didn't I play know. those. Like they're first they were person, weird right? Ones. Yeah, like the 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 golem. Yeah, the like stupid those. slasher. You had to like. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was really bad. Yeah, right? Dragon Quest Monsters, right? Drag- was it? Is that what it's called? No, no, that's the DS games where yeah, you yeah, that's the collect and that's like their their Pokemon clone thing. Yeah. Was I mean okay? Is Let me this Google a Square it. Enix okay. game? Is this a Square Enix game? No. Damon, have we mentioned this series yet? No. And that's 15. Great. Cool. Wow, you really did a nasty one there. (laughs) Evil We mentioned a lot of series. Heck yeah. Yeah. Only Bomberman is left. Well, but that's not a motion control game. (laughs) Well, what about Hudson? So, well, Hudson made... We're just making Mario parties. Yeah, Hudson... Hudson. So but it could still heavy be motion broken. controls. Yeah. Since you guys are struggling, I'll just I'm just saying something. Sometimes a game is part of a series, even though it's not really known as a series. Just saying, yeah. just saying that out loud. I mean, we appreciate that. I think we get it. Like that's like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. Like if they hadn't we're, been, yeah. We're picking up. Is what this you're an adventure down. game? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't call it that. Okay. 
Damn, so I was thinking of the, what about the uh, trauma under the knife? Oh, trauma oh, yeah. center. Trauma center, trauma center or is pretty good. Phoenix, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that would those be obviously on, part Yeah, of that's a big But trauma series. center, though. Trauma there center. Trauma center. That's not bad. But they're so multiple. Mostly DS. But then they came, there were there were some that came yeah, to. Yeah, you got to kill those polyps. Yeah. And then there's also puzzle games like Meteos and stuff like that, but I don't know what was on the. Not 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 the on the Wii. And then there's like um what's the, there's indie games like the one with the but they're usually U- US. Oh. Oh. The spider you web one. Bastards. World Did of you get it? World of Goob. World of Goob. That's not in Jap- it's not Japanese made. It's not Japanese. No. Oh, that's right. That was yeah. Oh, that would have that would have matched everything though, because it's Could part it be? of this odd series of a universe. Well, what is it you played as a human though? Because Trauma Center is clearly all humans, right? Yeah, you're but, just assuming. But maybe the, you're like an animal surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good game idea, animal surgeon. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're an animal you're just, doing surgery on humans. What was the other you're just one? Like, um, you have these like bare hands. You're like, I can't. Oops. <laughs> We're talking about the original <laughs> Wii, right? Not Hoofs the Wii. Hoofs like trying to hold a scalpel. Yeah. Original Wii. I don't know. I'm out of yeah. ideas. Because stuff like yeah. Zombie U was Wii U, obviously. Yeah. Um, like is, Ubisoft always had strange is, games. Is this a game about killing? No. Maybe. Was this like a was this like a party like a Wii? When you think about the Wii being very like mainstream and like families and people getting around partying and yeah, playing Wii games, game. so is this a game like that? Mm, no, probably not. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, you have a question and a guess. I'm, I'll say you have not mentioned the game, but you have mentioned the developer and publisher. What? Okay, but we asked certain ones whether they were the publisher, and you said no. Yeah, we... we but, so maybe it's Konami, because we didn't eliminate we, Konami, but we, we did eliminate Capcom, Square Enix, and Sega. But I mean, was there a, and whoever made was Trauma there, Center. There was... There was no and BS Castlevania. There was no BS Contra. There was no. Did they make some like crappy Wii? Oh, there uh, was Metal Gear. There was the. Um, I don't think so. But there was a Castlevania no. on the Wii in the form. There was a fighting game. Castlevania fighting game. But not motion controls. No, and then there was the Castlevania Adventure remake that was a downloadable. There are some downloadable Japanese games. Hmm. Motion controls are confusing. Yeah, that's the part. Games. Like I keep thinking of like you know mm-hmm. trailers where people jump around on their couch like <clears throat> yeah exactly um i don't think we're getting this one got nothing this is a i mean this is a really nasty one man yeah i mean it could, we mentioned well we mentioned bomberman like could it be a bomberman game no, i no. don't think there was a bomber no motion case. controls well i guess yeah there no there was a there was that exploration based game i forgot which console that was on that was before that there was uh, I don't know. There was on the N sixty four, I think. There were like what about two like a, what about ooh ooh? What about like a dance? What about like DDR? Just dance. Like Johnson. what? Yeah, like a just dance. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're definitely um, they're a couple of those. What is what is there a Square Enix Final Fantasy game? Because we did we mention that series before I asked that question? Yeah, I think we did. Because there's like Crystal we, uh, stuff, right? Was there, was there like a, there was some weird snowboarding stuff too that you used the Wii balance board for, like a Snowball Kids oh, um, spinoff or something. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> Damon is smiling. You don't kill in this game. <laughs> uh, you, but, but you mm. play as humans in Snowboard Kids. 
I don't know. We can do a Hail Mary. Is this like a puzzle game, race, racing game, or a... If we want Damon to, gave know. us such a big hint that we mentioned the developer but didn't eliminate them. But I don't know who that leaves us with. Square Enix. I mean, we, we, that would be... we, we eliminated Square Enix, but like we oh, mentioned we Tecmo. No, that'd be At- Atlas 2, which would match Snowball Kids. There was Koei Tecmo. There was... What did Koei Tecmo said... ever make? Like, what did they make? All the dime they... I don't know. Nobody knows. Well, they just made the bad Metroid <laughs> for Nintendo. All right. Well, I think we have to I, give, I give this up. one up. We should, you guys we should give up. We should guess. Like, is it? Uh, we have one question and a guess. Yeah, you have one question. Is yep. it? A, is it a sports game? No. Okay, uh, it's not Snowball Kids. Is there a brawler we could guess? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, is it? Is it Elibits? I'm gonna make the guess. Yes. Is it Elibits? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who published that? Seriously. Konami. Konami. That Konami. was Konami. Okay. Oh my god. Konami. It was a launch game. Oh, thank you. Elibits. Elibits. Wow. A launch. Oh my god. A launch Wii game. We should have asked if it was a launch I, game. Yeah. We forget to ask. I them. wouldn't have gone to Elibits though. I, I kind of purged that from my mind. That was kind of cute. There was yeah. a, you know, not pointing... really what the game looks like. This footage. Yeah, it was no, kind of like you, there it is. You point at the screen and you go, I wish these controls were better. And you pick up <laughs> things and throw them around and shoot yeah. little crystals. And I mean, it looks fine in this creatures. showing of it. it. This looks like Drunk Ghostbuster. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite game pitch, Drunk Ghostbusters. You know, it was a really good proof of concept, but it did expose that the, the pointer controls needed work and like, constantly you had constantly had to reset and like it was a game you wanted to give to kids and when you gave it to a kid they would inevitably have a really terrible time with it because of the the centering damon the next the next damies we need to have trailers for animal surgeon and drunk ghostbusters wow that's what we'll look for okay okay this was a deep world premiere great games animal surgeon Pear, I'm pretty sure uh, Matt Casamassina gave this an 8.5. He totally loved it. He was he was just staring at the screen, smiling the whole time. You just time. gave me such weird like memory PTSD <laughs> of the of the centering. I forgot about Wii centering. Oh man, it get it got uncentered all the time. Remember, got like um, got any of the games, like put down the remote, face down, That's and it right. goes like processing. Yeah, yeah. This well, yeah. Well, you got there nicely, job. You got there on the twentieth question. Elibits. Yeah. You did, made this, a, did this yeah, writer have anything you, to say about Elibits? You, you made a sweat. What did he, like, seriously explain to yourself? Oh, actually, what I, I think it was called something else in Europe. It's like Elodie. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he, he knew it as a different name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, funny. Mm. Nicely job. Whoa, whoa, hold uh, on. Hold on. You, James. Oh, What's sorry. the series? Oh, What's the series? Oh. There's another one. It got a sequel on Nintendo DS yep. and a spinoff on iPhone. You, oh. you are kidding me. Yeah. A DS game? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, part yeah. of the Elibit cinematic universe. Yes. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Or LED. The, the ECU. Yeah. yeah. They LED, call it yeah. Probotector in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> That's Probobits. not that. Uh, <laughs> Probobits. <laughs> Probobits. The third Thank you for the game. suggestion. James from Galway, Ireland. Viewers, if you have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Pear. Thank you, and Sam. And for this year. Uh, 
Well, no, there's one more scoop we have coming next week. Oh, that's one right. more we're episode to look forward to. We're shooting one early next week before we all go into holiday hibernation Woo. for a couple weeks. So please be excited for that. Until then, my name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop. And we're out. I said I would run away as far as I could go. Teach the dogs to pull a sleigh through the white and drifting snow. You brought home a magic box in time for Christmas Day. I chased stars and busted blocks till the feeling went away. Needles in the carpet. Behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 You walked out into the wind to warm up grandma's car but you never came back in lost beyond the fog of war scrolls unfold in front of me and I am in control wires from the old TV through my hands and to my soul Needles in the vacuum Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive the storm that took us all in 1985. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.